Ladies and gentlemen, this is Zach Moonshine with Metal Devastation Radio, and right now on the phone with me, I have Steve Tucker from the band Morbid Angel. Dude, what's going on, man? What's going on in the world of Morbid Angel? Oh, uh, man, just hanging out. Album just came out. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> doing interviews, really. Oh, yeah. You've been doing the fuck out of some interviews, man. I've been seeing a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, dude, I've been doing interviews for about a month. Hell, yeah. So, uh, tell us, man, about this, this new record, uh, like, as far as, um, this new album, how would you say, uh, I mean, what was the recording process for, like, doing this record? Was it? Uh, man, I mean, I guess around this time last year was when we started working on the record, man, and we, uh. You know, we worked with Eric Rutan down at Mana Recording Studios, man. It, it was great. I mean, uh, it was pretty fun. You know, it was a good time, man. You know, we've known Eric for years, dude. It's, you know, it's just like hanging out with, you know, it's like actually hanging out with another band member in a way, you know. And um, so, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was it, dude, you know, like recording a new Morbid Angel record, man, is uh, it's, always a, it's always a trip, man. It's not something that's like, you know, done like... And like some bands going and everything's done right away, man. We kind of stretch it out a little bit, really on Trey's preference, you know. But um, so we kind of break it up a little bit and stretch it out, and it's it's cool because I mean, like uh, you kind of it takes a little bit longer for the overall picture to develop, but in the end, you know, I mean, uh, man, uh, when I when I heard it in the end, dude, I was just I was very very excited about the album. You know? Oh yeah. Well, can you tell us about like some of the themes and uh, lyrical content and stuff like that on this on this record? I mean, the albums, you know, it's it's kind of odd this time around because man, it seems like the lyrical themes of the albums, you know, they're 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 along the lines of spirituality and stuff. But man, they seem to just kind of uh, go really with what's happening in the world right now. Man, it seems like. I don't know, man. There's just some. There's just shit going on in the world where I mean, just uh, everybody's sort of spirituality's been questioned a lot lately, man. It seems like you know governments and and um, sort of a, a religious in history, man, where they clash. And I, it seems like right now we're sort of at one of those points, man. And you know, I mean, like. We're talking, you know, on the album, I'm, I mean, I'm doing a lot of different themes, but, like, uh, the overall vibe of it, man, is, is really just about um, just how disgusting the world's become, dude. Everybody's a goddamn hater. Everybody's just uh, hateful towards each other, man. You know, everybody's just fucking, you know, distraught, dude. Everybody seems to be disgruntled and distraught to me. And uh, really, honestly, I think when the world gets to that point, man, it really starts to fuck with people on a spiritual level. And just, that's where we're at. And that's what the underlying theme of the record is, you know? Oh, yeah, man. King- Kingdom's disdained. Fuck yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, uh, what's your take on fucking, like, the new, uh, I don't know, man, fucking, uh, you talk about people hating on each other and shit like that, it makes me think about, uh, a lot of the fucking comment fucking sections and stuff that I see on a lot of these fucking websites nowadays and shit like that, and where people are just fucking, 
it seems like it's like this little club of people. I, I'm pretty sure it's usually the same same fucking people that get in there too. That just fucking, they're just going there to hate on shit, you know. And uh, man, I think you know, there's definitely that element that comes with with especially with the, the internet. It doesn't really seem to come with uh, in person. You know, everybody's a badass on the internet. You know, I mean, I've, yeah. that's, I've been hearing that for years and years now. You know, <laughs> but you know, I mean. The truth of the matter is, man, it's, it's deeper than that, dude. It's not just people on the internet. The, the internet's not enhanced it. It's getting, you know, I, the way I see the internet is it's sort of a podium for idiots, man. You know what I mean? It gives everybody this platform to state their fucking opinion, and there are no real rules, man, about, um, you know, uh, about how intelligent you need to be to make these statements or anything like that. It's, and we just live in a society where it's, you know, everything's a headline, you know, um, you know, they're just trying to pull in your attention, and it's the same way. It's the same way, you know, and and like social media, dude. People put up their own little headlines to try and draw attention. Whether it's the pathetic people trying to, you know, oh, I'm going to kill myself or or you know whatever, man. But do the, people do the same thing that you know media does, man. They put up their own little fucking headlines to try and draw attention to themselves, man. And uh, to be honest with you, it just it's just a constant clash, man, of, of ideas right now, man, where everybody's just so individualized, dude, they don't they want their own specific little rights and they're offended in this way or that way, and it's um, it's just um, just got to a point, dude, it just seems to, you know, it really fucks with some people's you know, mental state, dude, I think, and um, in that, it also fucks with people's, you know, what they believe in spiritually, what they've spent, you know, many, many years believing in and then when that's unhinged and just completely um kind of uh <laughs> stomped on by you know new laws or new rules or whatever you know it just uh it makes people become very very chaotic and that's why where i think we are but i definitely think you know like social media and shit like that it definitely helped to uh empower that sort of mentality you know on the flip side of that, how how do you feel like that's affected the uh, the musical community? I mean, you know, honestly, I, I don't really, I can't really think of any way that it's really affected it good. I think the only thing that's good about uh, the internet positions uh, is, is, is usually is like, you know, platforms like YouTube, man, where, you know, you can use, you know, do promotional videos and uh, you can also, you know, go on and, People learn how to play guitar on like YouTube and stuff like that, but I mean, like, dude, you know, I mean, it's there's this there's a state of going on in the music industry where you know, I mean, you know, half the people out there, man, just steal music. You know what I mean? And it's just acceptable. It's just that it's considered. Well, there's nothing wrong with it when, man, you know, it's it, there. There actually is, and it's not something I, I'm not going down that road because that's an argument that people. Know their part in the situation, you know. But what I'm saying is, is you know, music, man. It's it's one of those things where you know everybody has their own individual little taste, man. Everybody has that own little flavor that they they love. I mean, it's not within their little love that they they fucking hate. And it's like to me, it's it's the same that that goes across the board in the world right now, man. Where people are all if, if you. If you're cool about 999 things, but there's one little thing about you that I don't like, then I'm just going to not like you. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It, right. it, it just makes sense to me. So. 
fucking crazy, man. Speaking of YouTube, speaking of videos, I saw on uh, Trey's Facebook he was talking about you guys are you have a new fucking music video coming out. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, man, we're actually working on a couple videos right now, so uh, I'm really not even sure when those are gonna they're gonna happen. But they're in the process of uh, starting. You know what I mean? So um, we were told it won't be that long, but hey, never know. <laughs> you know. But, you know, sometimes it seems like it's going to happen quick, and it, it doesn't happen quick. But hopefully it all goes well, and uh, we'll have, uh, you know, some edited stuff real soon, you know? Hell yeah, man. Look forward to seeing that shit. Um, yeah, man, me too. Now, the, the album art on this fucking record is fucking badass, dude. How did you guys come up with that shit? Man, this, uh, you know, working with this guy, Ken Coleman, man, he's just, uh, the dude's into... I don't know, man. The reason I personally like the guy is, I think this guy sort of designs worlds, man. You know, he's, you know, when he's like making the album art, he sort of designs like a whole world. Everything from the ground to the sky, man, of their own sort of being. You know, that's really why, you know, really, you know, what was going on with the album as far as the direction, everything was going musically and lyrically. And man, that's. You know, pretty much what what's there uh, in less detail at the time is what he came up with. I mean, but he he's just put much more detail to it now. But I mean, man, was you know he came in with the idea, and you know, we thought, man, that's, that's amazing. So yeah, I mean, I'm stoked about it. He's one of my my favorite artists in in the world right now. You know. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> and. Uh, is this record going to be available on uh, vinyl? I think I seen there was like a box set and shit. Man, I think it's vinyl. It's, I think this thing's available on multi multi different vinyls. So I think it, uh, <laughs> man, that's one thing Silverline's definitely done is uh, they've definitely uh, made it available in a lot of different uh, formats. I, I know, like even the MP3s that we did for like uh, iTunes, dude. We did, uh, you know, they're they're made for iTunes you know, um, mastered that way to be so that they sound better than your standard MP3, you know. And like, I mean, uh, I think we did standard vinyl. I think we did some seven inch vinyls, man. I think we did, uh, some vinyls with some 3D artwork. Uh, there's CDs, shit, and, uh, digipacks, all kinds of stuff, man. Well, I can tell you, I, all I have right now is the MP3 that the uh, the ear split sent me, fucking. But the MP3s fucking sound fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, like I said, dude, that shit was mastered for iTunes. You know what I mean? We, uh, you know, when, when we were when we were making the album, they told us there's this new thing now where uh, you know you can do this uh, new sort of mastering, and it's a mastering specifically for iTunes format. And, yeah, okay, let's fucking do it. It's, you know, and uh, I've got the, the version I've got, uh, the high def, uh, it's fantastic, dude. They sound badass. Hell yeah, man. Well, about this record, in your opinion, what's the biggest difference about this, this record versus the last Morbid Angel album? Man, I think this record is definitely a, it's a lot meaner than the last Morbid Angel record for sure, man. I mean, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. Looks much more angst, much more just, I think, much more violent, you know? Hell yeah, man. I know that, I know that they tried, that, well, they, they sort of uh, implemented a little bit of like an industrial feel in the last record, and for some people that was pretty hard to take, but I think, 
which I, I don't know. I, I thought it was actually pretty fucking cool after listening to it, man. You know, it's sort of like Fear Factory or something like that. You know, it's just maybe for some people that were used to the older sound of Morbid Angel, it was a little bit hard to take at first, but I don't know. But it, this... Yeah, I think this, it's what always happens with Morbid Angel. Morbid Angel's always, you know, kind of uh, trying to mix things up a little bit, man. You know, uh, yeah, you gotta really honestly, that. I mean... Trey, Trey's not really a dude that really wants to do much repeating of what he's already done, and I'm not either. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's always like sort of a challenge, dude, to come up with new new cool shit. Like I just, you know, I mean, because I mean, honestly, man, you know, you could you could just come up with you know almost used you know death metal and stuff like that and shit like that. But I mean, dude, I mean, come on, man. You know, so the band has existed for like 30 years, and it's like you know you always want to come up with something new, something different. Something that keeps you exciting for yourself, you know? Hell yeah, man. But when I first heard it, I, my first thoughts were, you know, fucking for anybody out there who, who was maybe thinking differently about them after that last record, they're going to change their mind after they hear this shit. You know, this, I don't know. To me, it, it brings you right back to the core of Morbid Angel. To me, it's a, it's a very aggressive, you know, um, mean Morbid Angel record, man. I mean, I'm I'm stoked about it, man. We worked, you know, we busted our ass on it, and everybody's happy with it. So, uh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Well, as far as you, man, uh, how long have you been doing this, and uh, how exactly did you get started in 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 doing all this? Because I know you've you've had some other projects as well, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I did uh, I did uh, my own thing this up. And Warfather for we did a couple of albums, man. I did a, uh, I think we did one in 2012, one in 2015, 2014, something like that. But um, it was cool, man. It was fun. You know, got to jam with some different people, man. That's always, you know, that's always interesting, dude. You know, getting to know someone and creating music together is a, you know, it's a cool experience. Before that, man, I was working on the Diversity Deck project, dude. That was a trip. That was a uh, Something that was really cool, man. I had the opportunity to work with musicians, you know, from uh, from pretty much all over the world, dude. I mean, matters from from Egypt and uh, you know, the guitar players from fucking Norway and uh, you know, I mean, flows from Canada. Just, I mean, a lot of everybody that was involved in it seemed to be from a different part of the world. It was a interesting project, man, to to be a part of to see, you know, sort of a. These different backgrounds and vibes come together, man, on, on songs. You know what I mean? Because we like did an album in a very short period of time, and like everybody just sort of came in, and you know, I'd written some songs, Ron had written some songs, and then you come in, and everybody sort of puts their thing on it, man. And in the end, you have a finished product that it's kind of nothing like what you thought it would be. So it was a pretty pretty badass experience, man. Oh yeah. As far as your uh, musical influences, man, what got what got you into metal? Man, I, you know, uh, man, I have young parents, dude, so I was pretty much in, um, sort of uh, around it my entire life. I mean, starting with things like ACDC and, and Alice Cooper and shit like that, man. It's kind of just always been sort of my background music, along with some other, you know, sort of... Uh, Seventies rock type stuff that I'm, you know, parents listen to and stuff. But uh, really, honestly, man, metal for me is just—it's always been there, man. I, I remember being a little kid and hearing Black Sabbath, man, and just going nuts over it. You know, it's just something I've always loved, dude. I, I fucking man, 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I've known a lot of people through the years who, you know, used to say stuff like, yeah, I used to like metal and shit. I've never got it, dude. I never understood <laughs> what the fuck they were talking about, dude. I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about, you know? And, you know, the funny thing is, is all the people that I know that became like that, man, they were just trendy dudes, man. They were always trendy. They were, you know, they were into this for a while and then into, you know, into punk and then they were into metal and then they were into, you know, whatever. And, you know, now they're fucking, you know, I don't know, into, I don't know, making money or something, fucking for a bank. I don't know, dude. But, like, uh, the thing about it is, is, for me, man, for, and not just me, but some other people, I mean, you know, was, man, it was part of us, man. I mean, it was part of, uh, part of dude, you know, my part of my bad days and my good days, you know what I mean? Like, uh, man, I'm lucky, dude. I've gotten up for metal for a long time, man, and, uh, Got to go all over the world. It's been fucking fantastic, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. I hear you, man. Fucking, I mean, fuck. I'm I'm fucking forty, almost forty years old right now, and I'm still listening to the same shit that I was listening to when I was fucking fifteen, twelve years old. You know, like talking to you right yeah. now, man. I remember listening to Morbid Angel when I was a kid. You know, like fucking it. I'm still listening. To yeah, it. dude. I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. I see what's wrong with that. I mean, I, you know, I think that you know some people can get stuck in a period of time. You know what I mean? But man, it's, I'm not stuck in a period of time, man. But I tell you what, I can bring up some like old ass albums, and it can uh, it can remind me of why I love every you know the 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 music that I do. You know what I mean? It's um that's one thing about metal. You know, good music as a whole, dude, is timeless. It doesn't really matter when the fuck it comes out. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, the age of the people that wrote it. It doesn't matter, you know, nothing really matters, dude. Good music, man, as music is, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's ageless, dude. It's timeless, man. You know, it doesn't, you know, I, I listen to Killers by Iron Maiden still all the time, and Hell it still yeah. fucking gets me goose flushed. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, well, for people out there, if anybody out there who has not seen you guys live yet, what could they expect at a live show of Morbid Angel? Man, I think it could just ex be pretty, first of all, man, and I've been extremely tight and, uh, you know, uh, precise, dude. I mean, um, Morbid Angel puts on a, a very good show, always has, I believe. You know, that's something that's never lacked at all. I got some questions from uh, some fans that submitted to me, man. Um, first one is uh, from Megan Michaels. She wants to know, what's your favorite horror movies and villains of all time? Man, my, my favorite horror film, without a doubt, dude, is, is, uh, is uh, Salem's Lot. Man. Salem's Lot, man, the, the, the main vampire in Salem's Lot scared the fucking shit out of me when I was a little kid, dude, and it still kind of almost does, man. He's pretty brutal, dude. She also wants to know what three bands do you want to see tour together? What three bands I want to see tour together? Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that one, man. That, you know, right now I, I can't say that there's you know three bands that that um that I would you know I, I think would be a great tour, dude. Behemoth, Nile, and Morbid Angel. I think that'd be a badass tour. That would be fucking badass, dude. Got another question from uh, Jason Aaron Wood. He wants to know which of the ancient ones are most prominently featured on this album. There's a lot of a lot of talk about the Sumerians on this, so you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, 
mean, to be honest with you, dude, we kind of went down a little bit of a um, sort of different approach with the, the, the ancient ones and the term ancient ones of this album. So really, what we kind of tried to do was sort of bring the ideas of all the ancient gods waking up now and being sort of disheveled and pissed off at what's going on. So um, I would say all the gods of the underworld would be what the prominent factor on this album. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Got another question from uh, Thunderous. She wants to know, where did you guys get the band name from? Man, you know what? That's something that you actually have to ask Trey, dude. I think <laughs> that, you know, that's... I think he came up with uh, the band name for Morbid Angel like when he was, like, in high school, you know? Uh, sitting there, you know, drawing on his folder and, you know... Yeah, I think he even came up with song titles and things like that. But, you know, I think it was just a combination of, you know, the positive and the dark, you know what I mean? A, a morbid angel. I think that the whole idea of that was uh, sort of where it came from, you know. It's sort of uh, that that idea, you know, was more than anything what probably grabbed Trey. Oh, yeah. Another, <laughs> another one from Thunderous. She wants to know if you could play with any one artist, who would it be and why? with any one artist um shit dude you know I don't know man um I'd really like to I, I've got to jam with a lot of people man you know over the years man there's a lot of guys that I've, I've got to jam with man uh, you know so I mean uh I don't know man I don't know who it would be I think I think I would, I would want to go some, somewhere completely you know out of the metal realm dude I think I'd want to jam with somebody like uh George Harrison from the Beatles, man, just to see what the fuck would happen. You know what I mean? Just to see how that would go down, you know? Right on. All right, well, uh, moving forward, what kind of plans do you guys have right now for the future? What's coming next for Morbid Angel? Oh, man, here in the spring, we'll be kicking off a bunch of tours, and we'll be doing that, man, for, you know, the foreseeable future, man. It's going to be a whole lot of it. Fuck yeah. All right, man. Well, Steve, I'm about out of questions for you. Is there anything else you want to add to let the people know? No, man. I just want to say stay brutal and uh, for the interview, brother. And I hope I uh, hope I answered your questions well. Man. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, before I let you go, I got to get you to make us a station tag, all right? Yep. All right. Whenever you're ready, say something like this is Steve from Morbid Angel, and you are listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Right on, man. Well, thanks a lot, Steve, for taking the time. And uh, not a problem, hey, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I'm got like I forgot, man. Like I stepped away from my computer a while ago, and I got lit. So if that was a little weird, man, I'm high. My bad. <laughs> it's all good, dude. It was fucking cool, man. Right on, dude. All right, man. Have a good night, bro. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>